lobe oral fiber. I don't think you should drink that. Hello. I'm holding it like an inch or two in front of my mouth. It looks bad for you. <laughs> you did it backwards. All right. It makes me feel great. Like I could. Can I keep his head for a souvenir? Take all the world. Alright. I like it. Hello and welcome to the Christmas episode of Men of Low Moral Fiber. This is kind of our year-end show, time where we just get together, start the fire, warm some um, chestnuts. I don't even know what a chestnut is. But thanks again for listening to us. This is the, our, our last episode of the year, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't Almost really into much... 2017. Pretty excited for that. Oh, yeah. It's couldn't, couldn't be worse than 2016. So. Ha, you say oh, that now. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, so anyway, it's been a great year. <laughs> In the men of yes. low moral fiber side of things, at least. Yes. Uh, we've had an amazing time um, playing these old games and doing a bunch of research, learning, just totally nerding out about them um, and being able to to play them with some of our, our closest friends. It's been a great time. Yeah, it's been just a huge blast. I can't believe uh, this is our 12th month of doing it, that we're a yeah. year into this process. Uh, a year ago, this was just kind of a, a fun idea you and me had of, uh, wouldn't this be cool? And now, now we've actually done it for a year. Yeah, it is awesome. And it definitely helps when people that I barely know, but have probably seen me post, you know, personal po- posts on Facebook or Twitter about it, come up to me like, oh, I love your podcast. I'm like, oh, what games do you play? Never played any of these games in their life, but they just <laughs> like the idea that we like these games so much that they have even gone out and bought these old games or played emulators online or whatever. So, uh, yeah, so this this episode, uh, as you probably realize, is coming out. Um, I think Christmas Eve we're going to release this. Um, just so people can kind of take their time with it and, and listen to it at any point, Christmas week, New Year's week, January, and then our next uh, real game episode will be in February. That'll be kind of the beginning to our, our next season. Ben, let them enjoy the fiction. It's Christmas Eve right now mm. when we're recording this. Good point, um, man. I am excited to open up presents in a couple hours. Woo! By, by the way, were the last couple of weeks weird or what? All that news stuff. Um, commenting on the news. That asteroid alien Russia? Just crazy. Just crazy. That's okay. Crazy. Happy Christmas Eve, everyone. By the way, speaking of me, uh, I am getting a Yoda, like 20 <laughs> foot or 20 foot. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Terrifying. A 20 foot Yoda. That's terrifying. Would be amazing. A, I think it's a 24 inch tall Yoda with like, he's all rubbery like a puppet, but his clothes are actually fabric. And he has like an act. He has three things you can put in his hand. <laughs> And like whatever you put in his hand changes his whole like personality and he can teach you how to lightsaber fight. And <laughs> oh my gosh. It was it was like $150, but it was on sale for 30. You sound stoned. You need to know how stoned you sound right. And this you can is, put stuff on his hands. No, like you can put like his walking stick, or you can put his lightsaber there, or nothing. And I think he teaches you the force. Uh, what I'm trying to say is I'm just trying to pretend that I'm excited. So we can play space-time continuum. This is how excited I'll be on Christmas Eve. Exactly. <laughs> I'm making it all up, except for the fact that it's real and it's amazing, and I'll post a bunch of pictures about it. Oh, anyway, exciting. Uh, so yeah, today's episode isn't going to be super long. Uh, we wanted to do uh, kind of three things. One is we want to uh, send out a, a couple special thanks to some friends, guests that have been on the show. Uh, second thing is we wanted to do kind of a, um, a short award ceremony, just kind of a recap of the year. Uh, and part of me wanted to go through every single episode and pick out like, oh, this is the funniest part or this is the most embarrassing part or whatever. Uh, but instead of that, the third thing we're going to do uh, is a mashup of some of the funniest parts 
uh, mixed with a lot of just things we couldn't put in episodes that were either <laughs> said by us or a guest or something that was either obscene or just off the walls had nothing to do with the game we were talking about. So I, I collected those over the year and I put together with a little Christmas theme to it, kind of a, a, a month mashup for yeah for the year. So we'll have that at the very end for you. Um, but yeah, let's get into some of the some of the thank yous. And, and let me tell you first, I've heard this mashup and, uh, and it's pretty great. Pretty so fun. I'm excited. It was fun to put together. It's pretty hilarious. All right, so so time to give some thanks. Yeah. Um, tis the season, or or we just passed the season of thanking people. I don't really need to thank people anymore because it's point. not Thanksgiving. That's a good right? point. It's December. Okay, cool. Uh, anyway, I'm still going to thank people. So first off, thanks to Michael Conrad for helping us battle 50 foot babies. Oh. We uh, couldn't have done it without you. That's a huge help. Yeah, thank you to Nick Gates who joined us for uh, Rebel Salt One and Two, uh, did a little twofer. Who he just he kept our romantic subplots believable, which was a big help for those two games. And thanks to Corrigan Vaughn, probably our uh, our most not most popular, but maybe that just cut this our most often. <laughs> She's been on the show almost. twice as mu- twice as many times as any other guest. She's on the show all the time. All She's the time. basically another host. She'll be here in a few um, minutes. So thanks to Corrigan Vaughn for her uh, razor sharp wit that helped us defeat the Swordmaster of Melee Island. Oh, that was a huge help. Thank you to Brent Peterson, who joined us. I kind of did a little sneak attack. He was just driving through, and I made him play the dig with us. Uh, but he was, he was a big help when I got my hand stuck in that um, that crack in the wall. Was, he helped me get it out of there. Or he at least helped me get out of there. Yeah, and on the other side, Richard Nile actually asked us to play Fate of yeah. Atlantis. So yeah. uh, thanks for that, and thank you for letting us borrow those oracalcum beads. I, I swear we'll pay you back. Yeah, yeah, I know a place that just dispenses them for willy-nilly. Super easy to get them. So, yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks to Kristen Latterell also for joining us on that crossover episode uh, with Electric Fan Cave and for recommending that we play Netflix Roulette. Uh, it was such a great idea. Uh, so we were able to watch My Last Day Without You is the name of it. Wow. Wow. Man, you nailed it. That was even, even the name is terrible. What a... What yeah. a good movie. Yeah, thank, thanks again to Kristen for that. Oh, Kristen. <laughs> uh, and finally, thanks to Jorge Castellanos. Um, he joined us for our Westworld side quest. And uh, I guess we just got to thank you for indulging our obsession with video games when I think you've got basically no interest. And that's cool, too. <laughs> Which is funny because he's the only one that we, has been on the show, including us, that's worked in the video game industry. Which right. we didn't talk about at all at during all, the episode. At all. Because we're terrible, <laughs> selfish people. He ran a studio that worked with Sega games, or I think it was Sega Music, or I don't even know what it is, but he did he did the music for Echo the Dolphin. He did the music for a bunch of different... <sighs> anyway, he'll be on the show someday. We'll talk about that. Anyway, so... Are you sure he wasn't the drummer for Echo and the Bunnymen? I don't know what that is, but... Oh, it's a band. All right. I figured it was a band. Is yeah, that a cereal? That yeah, it's a cereal. He was the drummer for, for the cereal. Oh, too uh, much eggnog. Too much eggnog. <laughs> All right. So we, we played uh, 12 games this year, did a couple side quests, and we have a few kind of awards to give out uh, and covering all of the games specifically. So, all right. And the first award we have is the most nostalgic game. So a lot of what Momf is built around is the fact that these are games that Jason and I played a bunch as kids and at least half the games probably more than that of the ones we played this year were ones that we have very vivid memories of playing and even beating most of them, some of them, one of them. Uh, so yeah, Jay, what was your most nostalgic game that we played this year? Uh, Monkey Island. Um, some yeah. of the other games that I really remember playing them, Monkey Island, I barely remember 
even who I was playing that game. Yeah. I mean, that was so long ago and I haven't returned to it since or I hadn't until this year. Um, but it was cool to see those memories uh, wake up and, and come back to them. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, that was a big one. I think all the Monkey Islands were, yeah, definitely a lot of memories from all of those. We'll get to the probably the one that I remember the most, though, next year. So this oh, year for me, uh, Day of the Tentacle was the number one thing for me that I remembered every backdrop, every character, a bunch of lines from a game I hadn't played in over 20 years. And I think you said it during the episode where you weren't sure if you liked the game because of your style of humor or the game was so kind of such a formative experience for you that it formed your sense of humor. And I think same is for me. I mean, for both of us, that yeah. game was just hilarious, bunch of funny lines, really smart humor, also just off the walls, random slapstick kind of stuff that, that I just loved. And I, yeah, the whole game, I was just remembered bits and pieces here and there. And that was just a dive, a, a dive down memory lane. Down memory yeah, pool. Just a big dive down the memory lane pool. It was delicious. What? What's happening? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So the funniest moment of the year. Um, we were debating whether we do in real life or in game, but I, I think we just left it open. So my which one did you choose, Ben? <laughs> mine was actually IRL. So it was during the crossover episode with Kristen and Corey of Elect- Electric Fan Cave Fame. Uh, where I think it was on their episode where we did the outro and I usually end it with, Oh, my name's Ben. Your name is Jason. I'm a pirate. And then you have something funny from the episode or whatever. Uh, and your quote was the longest quote ever from my last day without you, which I can't believe I said the title of that movie twice already in the first 10 minutes of the show, <laughs> but it was just, it was hilarious. Cause usually it's like, and whatever, some quick line from the game. And that time it was like, it felt like a five minute clip it's probably a 30 second quote that you did from the movie that just all of us were crying laughing as soon as you busted into it and no no edits on that one i was able to keep it together for the entire uh delivery somehow and they um, kept the whole thanks. thing in the episode she didn't even cut it out no no that's great. great i'm so glad yeah thank you thank you cory <laughs> um my favorite moment was in a video game so it was uh oh nice it, it'll probably always be my favorite moment for many of these games is the one I remember the most and it's when the hamster almost explodes in Day of the Tentacle. You are you know, <laughs> so primed for it from playing Maniac Mansion right. and when you go through it and the hamster starts to get close to exploding and Laverne is talking about how this happened once before and she doesn't she can't talk about it and all so that sad. stuff and the eyes are just getting bigger and and then ding, everything's fine. When that ding goes off, I just it's one Poor of the biggest little, laughs of my life. Poor little guy. Little wet hamster. Oh. All right, so speaking of which, this might go just right back to Maniac Mansion for you. Uh, what is your biggest regret? Getting a little dark oh. here uh, for the year, but we can do in-game, you can do IRL, um, gaming and podcasting specifically. What's your biggest regret, Momflies, for the year? My biggest regret is that we didn't spend more time playing X-Wing. Yeah. Um, we, we couldn't. Uh, I, I wish we would have. And, and so that gave us the task of playing X-Wing versus TIE Fighter someday, making sure that we actually spend enough time on it. But, um, man, not only was I really bad at it, it's just a really long game. And uh, it certainly deserved more attention than we gave it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is, And, yeah, what's your challenge to the next game? Is it uh, not X, X-Wing? What's the sequel? X-Wing 2? No. Uh, TIE Fighter versus X-Wing. Yeah. Or X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, rather. Your challenge yeah. is we need to, we have to play beat and it. beat the entire game, right? Yep. Play the All whole right. game. So we'll, we'll plan that for, maybe we'll plan that for, like, Maybe we'll play that for February where we'll have like two months to play it or something. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. No, I think we're playing that for February of 2018. 2019. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just got to find some cheats. Yeah. Perfect. We didn't say we couldn't use cheats. 
Uh, my biggest regret is choosing the same song a few times, which was Beastie <laughs> Boys' Paul Revere, which I probably chose at, le- <laughs> at least half the time initially. I was like, that might be a good song. I like the song. Um, but yeah, it was sad when I actually got to the point in recording a couple months ago and got like actually a few sentences into telling you about this song that's crazy good. And you had to stop me and we had to look it up and I had chosen <laughs> it before. Oh, yeah. Good times. All right, yeah, actually, so, I had I had chosen it before. I had, I had taken it soon, so we both loved the song. You taken it? You cho- chosen it? I had chosen it. it? Yeah, yeah. I, had I chosen choose, it also? Choosed it. I don't. I hope not. Oh my gosh! Gosh, I hope just, not. Get it? <laughs> wow. Anyway, so the next category, the award for these are awards. I guess we're giving out. I forgot that was the whole conceit to this. The next award for coolest game mechanic goes to and Ben. Uh, I'll give you the envelope here. Oh, Open okay. it up for us. <laughs> There's like a lock on this envelope for some reason. <laughs> uh, I would say it was Indiana Jones, uh, Fate of Atlantis. It was the three paths. Uh, you could choose one path. And what was it? Uh, fists, which you fight your way through. Wits, which you kind of, there's more puzzles. You have to think and put things together more. Or the couples, the team. team. Couples, team. whatever. Couples. Or the newlywed Couple path. skate. <laughs> uh, where you and your buddy get to kind of go do it together. I don't remember her name at all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sophia, you, you okay? Well, you did Rich's the team heart. path. I barely you played Sophia Rich's in my heart. game. I did not do the team path, so uh, I love the idea that, that I think it was cool when I first heard about it when uh, Richard told us that there was three paths to choose from. I was intrigued, and we started playing it, and comparing notes a couple hours into the game. I was blown away, and then when we got to yeah. the end, I just was speechless. I wanted to go back and play it, and I will uh, eventually someday. Uh, but the fact that the games are so—it's di- three different games. Basically, yeah, not, not really completely. Is. I mean, they have the same backgrounds and stuff, but three totally different paths to get to the same ending, which I thought was just borderline genius when it comes to the writing these games. I thought it was great. What about you, man? Yeah. Uh, for me, it was a really simple one. It may not sound that cool, but it's the radio in Firewatch. Um, yeah, because it it worked so well. Um, so it, it never kind of uh, intruded on my gameplay experience. It always felt natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it created this really easy way for me to constantly be talking to another character and yet not have to be near that character. So I wouldn't have to run way across the map to go find this person and talk to them. Yeah. Uh, and I also wouldn't have somebody following me around the whole time. I had this, this feeling of solitude, but I still I had the solitude with the knowledge that someone was on the other line that I could talk to during it. That's like the worst part about those open world games too, is like, oh, I did this thing. Now I have to go across the world to talk to my sensei or my neighbor or my mom or whatever your yeah. home base person is. So yeah, the fact that you had that with you was, was really nice. It was, it was a cool thing. Um, let's see the best totally gone. Okay. Yeah. So on the flip side of the coolest game mechanic, we have the most frustrating moment in a game. We had a few this year. We talked about a lot of them, uh, but what was your most frustrating moment in game this year? Again, it's, it's playing X-Wing. Uh, there's a reason that we didn't spend more time on it. I'm terrible yeah. at that game. Yeah. Um, it's again, nothing against the game. It's great. It, this is, it's me. It's not you X wing. I'm sorry. You got further than I did in that game. That was, Oh, but I was even more frustrated. That's true. You had more time to be frustrated. Uh, and mine was sticking in the same universe. It was rebel assault. Uh, I'd say one and two, but mainly rebel assault one, which I played yeah. with Richard. Uh, and it was just, I think I sent out a picture of the way I had to do the cheats. I can't remember what it was, but it was yeah. like shift command F nine or something. 
and I had a like a bottle and a pencil. I had a bottle upside down, like wedged under my desk, holding F nine down and like something oh pencil. Yeah, it was just it was kind of a cluster. Oof. But yeah, it was definitely a frustrating game because I, every I half hour I'd be like, Oh, maybe my... I'll try without the cheats for a little bit. And it would just last thirty seconds and it was bad. I just mapped it to my gamepad uh and then just kept hitting the the X button or something like that. Smart. Smart. I don't have one of those fancy things. Sorry. All right. Anyway, I'm frustrated all over again. <laughs> okay. So uh, we have a couple categories left. Our category, the uh, next category is we're, we're our down best. to the last three. These are the, the, last the best categories wow. of all. Everyone's uh, excited. The, the best moment in a game. Yeah. That's ben, right. what was your, your best moment in a game? I'd say my best moment, there were a lot, man. There was that cool moment. This is the runner up in Dark Forces where yep. you see that. Um, uh, a TIE fighter, just a TIE fighter, like hanging in the middle yeah. of the hangar, just kind of slowly. Yeah. I think it was slowly. Oh, no, it was flying around in yeah. the hangar, which I yeah. thought was the coolest looking thing ever because it was totally uh, proportional. Like it was this huge TIE fighter as you're just running through this hangar uh, on the on the Death Star or some sort of ship. I can't remember what it was, but that, that was a really cool moment. Uh, and an otherwise pretty simple game. You could, the fact that you could look up and see this giant ship flying all over your head was pretty cool. Uh, but I think the the best moment for me was finishing or maybe halfway through Maniac Mansion, somewhere in there, of realizing that this was something we could turn into, not turn into a show. I mean, we don't do a lot of production and, and pomp and circumstance in our shows, but the fact that we could, that these games were still fun. I think that yeah. was a revelation to me. And of course, old games can be fun, but the fact that this game stood up, not necessarily the graphics or whatever, but the the comedy, the writing, the characters, the puzzles, all of that stuff completely held up. Uh, and it was yeah. something that was it, it, like a switch turned on for me. And that was that was our trial game. That was the first yeah. game we did uh, last January. And we're like, you know, we'll do a game. We'll talk for a half hour or 45 minutes or whatever. We'll record it. And if we like it, we'll do it again. And if we like it, we'll keep doing it. And so far, we've liked it a lot. So um, I think at some point in there, realizing that this was something that we both really wanted to do um, and that we would probably would have a pretty good time doing it. I think that was the best moment, moment in game for me. Yeah. Oh, and just in terms of that, I was thinking, um, yeah, the the graphics on these games, some of the older games are a little bit rough. Yeah. But the graphics and sound and, and those kinds of cool things are really what, what get you to play the game. Once you're actually playing the game, you kind of forget about them and you're just yeah. worried about the puzzles and you're yeah. worried about these other things. And it's because the puzzles were so well worked out and because the humor was so great in some of those early games – that you're only thinking about the graphics for the first five minutes or so, and then it just completely goes away, and the graphics take on their own charm. Which is crazy, because you, you look at the games that are remastered that we played. So Day of the Tentacle and uh, Secret of Monkey Island are the two I can think of. I think those might be the only two we played. Yeah. That you could ju literally just hit a button to, to go back between the remastered version or the 90s version or 89 version. Uh, and the graphics are pretty bad compared to the remastered. They're very bad compared to the remastered version. But you're right. totally right. Play the play the the bad version. Play the original graphic version for five minutes, and for the most part, you don't care at all. You're just into yeah. the puzzles. You're into the great dialogue, whatever it is. Totally takes you out of there, which is just great art working within their medium to create the best art they can. Which I obviously that's the reason we're doing this. Yeah, I even found some moments in the uh, Monkey Island special edition, the the remastered Monkey Island, where I returned to the original one because I, I kind of missed yeah. some of that original flair. Totally. And it, it was cool to get back to it. Yeah, totally agree. Oh, what was your best moment uh, in all the games this Oh, it's got to be Harold winning the beauty contest. That's good. <laughs> uh, there's, it took a while to get in there. Close. 
it's exactly there's so many pieces to that puzzle yeah. that have to come together yeah. that it feels like such a victory um but it's it's also uh i'm sorry not harold winning what am i saying uh harold losing the beauty contest my mom oh winning. well him, him running name? in the contest yeah yeah um but yeah getting to talk to harold during that was great but it, it was really the seeing the grin on my mummy's face and, and hearing oh, yeah. uh, her, her beautiful, beautiful laugh. Um, it, was, it was really fun. Beautiful teeth. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So switching it over from in-game best moment to in real life, best moment. What was your best moment for month this year? Best moment was playing Dark Forces with you in your basement. Um, oh, yeah. We got to actually see each other in person. That was fun. Yeah, that was just a blast. Yeah. I had so much fun. We put it up on the big screen. I have a theater so we were playing Dark Forces on a 110-inch screen, which was awesome. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, uh, and for me, it was also that that realization of, oh, geez, these, this game really, really is fun. Yeah. I had forgotten how much fun this game is. It totally holds um, up. But also getting back to that 12-year-old style of playing a game of trading off on levels. You know, you play for a level and I'll play for a level and just trying to beat the game together. Oh, my way. gosh. What about the towards the end level where you have to, like, Oh, wow. Dodge yeah. and dive and dip and duck and then dodge again. And like, yep. that was insane. And we couldn't have done that or it would have been, it would have taken us 10 times longer if we had to do that by ourselves. But the yeah. fact that one of us was sitting there reading like, okay, now jump. Okay, now duck. Okay, now go left <laughs> for like five minutes as we were going through that was a huge help. So or practical when you've got somebody else, When you've got somebody else with you, it's not frustrating. It's fun. Yeah. You're both laughing at it together. Yeah. Like, how do people get through this? This is insane. Unless, you, like, your brother just keeps messing up over and over and over, and you can't understand why he could possibly be that bad at the game. But, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I bad. tried my best. But, like, in, normally, yeah, it would be really fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think my, how about you? What was, what I was think, your favorite uh, moment? Best moment would be, similarly, playing the, the two times we saw each other this year. The other time would be uh, playing Firewatch together a couple weeks ago over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that we got to play with our wives, too. It was yeah. the first time that they were able to. It was the first time the four of us were able to sit in a room together and play one of our Men of Low Moral Fiber games, uh, and they actually they weren't distracted on their phones or whatever. They were just kind of following the game and enjoying themselves. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we traded really off playing. Game. I think you played most of it, but yeah, we were trading off playing, and they just were sucked in just as me as much as we were to the story. And it was kind of cool to see that. Obviously, that's a game that came out this year. But still, something. Yeah. It's a video game. They're not as big a gamers as we are, so it was cool to see them uh, enjoy it as much as we were. Right. Uh, and then the last category, the Here it is. best picture um, equivalent, I guess. <laughs> but this is yep. uh, not best game because we like all of these games equally, except for Rebel Assault. But um, our favorite game this year. Uh, am I going for? I'm going first, right? Yeah, I'll let you take this because clearly I need to go last since mine's the correct answer. <laughs> Okay, so the runner-up best game. No, <laughs> my go. favorite game. Uh, I couldn't leave Dark Forces out because it's a LucasArts game, and my favorite game wasn't a LucasArts game, unfortunately. Uh, I feel like I'm undermining our entire podcast by saying oh. this. Uh, but my favorite game was Firewatch, and yeah. I am the quintessential person that you asked me what my favorite movie is, and it's it's Arrival because it's the movie I saw yeah. last week. And a week mm-hmm. before that, if you asked me, it would have been uh, whatever I saw before that. So... Maybe six months from now it won't be, but Firewatch, I mean, I hate to say it because it's not a LucasArts game, but it was just an amazing experience. The story, the graphics, just the gameplay mechanics, the radio, the fact that it was only four hours, but it had packed so much into those four hours. It could have been double that with the same content and not much different, and I would have loved it. 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I just bought the game again. I'm excited to dive in um, over Christmas break and share that game with family that's visiting too. Um, yeah. I'm sure Richard will play some of it. Uh, Hannah will probably play a little bit more. My wife will play a little bit more of it. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a cool game. It's a really good um, kind of intro game to if people are afraid of video games and all they've seen is like Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty or whatever, or, uh, World of Warcraft. I think if someone were watching you play Firewatch, they would get sucked in just because it's it's a unique experience. I loved it. So so you heard it here first, the Men of Low Moral Fiber Game of the Year. <laughs> Firewatch. Firewatch, um, yes. So we'll have to the look at The classic LucasArts Game of the Year is well, Firewatch. Well, it's LucasArts inspired. I, yeah. I like it. All right. Um, mine was Day of the Tentacle, um, mm. another game that came out this year, kind of, uh, yeah, with the remastered go. version. Um, yep, so we'll have to Schaefer. let them know that, that they were also our Game of the Year. Because uh, we yeah. get two. <laughs> Neither um, one was but, technically a LucasArts production. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. well, that that's that has a lot to do with da- with LucasArts not really existing anymore. That's true. And all of them had Ron and Dave and Tim in them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Perfect. Anyway, Day of the Tentacle was, was just really, really fun to get back to. Um, and I don't know that it will ever be unseated as my favorite LucasArts game of all time. Uh, maybe my favorite game of all time. It's yeah. uh, it's kind of perfect. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Definitely. All right. Without any further ado, here is a, a little collection of funnies and, and not funnies and mistakes and random things from, from the year. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Please cut that out. Please cut that out. Please cut that out. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Helms, and with me per usual when he's not <clears throat> beer, ah! a lot of sugar in it. Ah! I'm your host, Ben Helms. Wow. Should have gotten water, not beer. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to make it through one of these someday. You can do it. Uh. Uh. <laughs> We can stop now, Ben. Title, licensing, and, and making video games from it long after Spielberg was done with it. You don't have to say something there, but it'd be nice. Um, so Anne Hayes, it seems like, uh, after getting divorced from Helen. Helen? Okay. <laughs> Her <laughs> and Helen uh, Mirren? Yeah. What did you say the first time? Turt. Turt. Turt Reynolds. <laughs> And I'm Which, was that no, like, oh, and I'm Turt Reynolds. I know it was, and I'm Turt Reynolds. I had a question mark. Oh, I love it. No, oh. it was that, or maybe it was no. The first one I had was, and I'm Ron Gilbert? Question mark. I'm Ron Gilbert. Which I really liked, but wasn't a quote from the game. I chose moonshine today for my beers. Considering I was wrong and stupid. What happened to Anne Heche? <laughs> no, we're not Good going question. there. I, I hope she's no. I got no idea. I mean, I hope she's doing well. Uh, yeah, yeah. But oh my gosh, I shouldn't have had beer. <laughs> so gassy. <laughs> I wish you'd said that into the mic so you could use that. Uh, uh, All right, everybody, let's get swifty. Worst idea that has ever been uttered. 
However, it does <laughs> This explain... oil bath is going to feel so good. However, it does oh, explain uh, 3PO's appearance in The Force Awakens. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. I found, we found our first edit. And cut that <laughs> This up. will not be in the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Style. Four and three and two and one. Okay, we're done here. We're done here. Um. Oh, that laugh just. I have a question. I have a question for you, sir. I don't I want, know why I have an accent. I want this to stay. Ben is using tiny hands. Uh, <laughs> yes. Dot com. Dot com. Do you also have a website? Dot com. It's dot com. Is it electric fan com? It's dot com. <laughs> hey, Ben. You're a great guy, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. So sweet. <laughs> So that I could raise up Luke force. Skywalker's hand from the dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right. Episode eight. Sorry, Ryan Johnson. Boom. Um, by the way, just quick pause. I know we shouldn't be doing this. Dude, I'm so stoked about episode eight. Oh, dude. Ryan Johnson that has video a beard now. Me. It's crazy. Right? All right. Right? We're back. Hooray. I love VR. Says goes as such. Uh, <laughs> begin quote. <clears throat> Get swifty. Um, I fully endorse day drinking. Um, yeah. and I was thinking your dad. My dad? Yeah, your dad. <laughs> no, the player's dad. <laughs> um, Why didn't you say that, Clive? It's <laughs> we can stop now, Jason. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I don't know if your dad is dead or, or just not there with you. You don't exactly. know if my dad. Is, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you say I've been Ben. I'll, I'll be Jason. Catch you on the upside down. Nope, that's awful. I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate myself. It was I fun. hate myself for ever thinking I would like that. Uh, uh, yeah, we're good. No, just end it. It's always modal notes. That's always my music. <laughs> Damn it. I, this is the one. I knew I didn't prepare something. Um, I, I can give you one if you'd like it that I'm not using. It's a uh, Dear Thor, just one drop of your mighty juice. No, I'm good. So I say, <laughs> I've been Ben. You say, I've, I was, I am Jason. I will, I will be Jason. Thank you guys so much for joining us on Men and Ladies of Low Moral Fiber. Nice. <laughs> you, can, you can find them on the interview. Any requests? Play that same song you're done. All right. All right. Uh, where is my thing? Oh, it's still here. Men of low moral fiber, and they have all sorts of cool swag. They have much yeah, cooler swag than we do. We yeah. don't have any, any swag. swag. <laughs> no swag at all. So if you want to get swag, and if you like games, you should visit it and listen to this podcast. 
I want to, you know what? The goal is I want to see if you can make, I want to see if you can make me say something that I would never say just by splicing out the words. So. That was cool. That was fun, guys. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Thanks for having me on. Hey, awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's yeah, pleasure. <laughs> Have fun editing that one, Ben. Yeah. Clicking furiously on my mouse. I would like to meet the model to reach out and, and get their hands a little dirty to get to to get things figured out. So I don't know. Peace out, everybody. Wait, you forgot oh. Ben and Jason. Yeah, but they did. That's on ours. <laughs> they did it. Oh, good. <laughs> We did. I said, thanks for joining us. Okay, thank you again uh, for listening to that. Feel free, if you just fast-forwarded to that, I'll tell you what it was. Um, It was hilarious, and you should rewind it and listen to it again. Uh, But yeah, thanks again for a great year. Uh, Yeah, we're really excited to do this again next year. I think our monthly pace is is pretty good pace as far as us playing games and people listening to them. Um, So yeah, I think if there's anything different that you want to see next year... Uh, just let us know because right now we're probably going to take the next six weeks or so and, and make plans next year. We'll probably switch things up a little bit. Uh, but if you have specific requests or suggestions, uh, let us know. Do you have anything that you want to change next year, Jay, that we did wrong this year? Uh, no, not really. Um, you know, what I want to do, I want to interview every single member of the LucasArts design team. Uh, so we'll just work our way through slowly, <laughs> carefully. Cool. So we That's didn't goal. do any this year. None this year, but we'll get to them. The scum design team? Uh, just everyone. Or like, which just, can't, just, just as many everyone. people. We're not going to say no to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> everyone. Sorry, does. Tim Schaefer. Everyone. You didn't work there long enough. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And so. Don't, don't you dare try and cut Tim Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, now it's time. It's the time of the show where we talk about next month's game. So this would be February's game, first Friday in February. And what are we talking about in February, Jay? We are talking about um, ooh, one of the top three LucasArts games of all time, <laughs> Secret of Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge. <laughs> just definitively one of the top three? I'm sorry. It's, I'm just going to put it out there. I already called Day of the Tentacle my favorite, yeah. but yeah, uh, I got to squeeze right. this one in up there somewhere. Yeah, I'd say Dot and this this one are the two games that I think yeah. of before we started this, or even now. These are the two that I think of when I think of LucasArts games. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of puzzles that I just remember how to solve just because I played this game so much. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be Wally's in the second one, right? Yeah, Wally. Wait, I totally forgot about him. And then I think who's uh, who can't see skull? without his monocle? Um, um, <laughs> Wally. Who's the uh, skull? Murray. Murray. Oh, the skull. Murray. Murray's back. Oh, dude, I'm excited oh, for Murray, Murray, Wally, and uh, Chuck the Plant's going to be there, dude. All our old friends. Well, I just love the opening where. Um, when Elaine lowers herself on the rope and, and you're just dangling from the edge of a cliff oh my gosh. and that's, say, uh, she asks how you got there. You say, uh, can I, can you help me up first? And <laughs> she says, uh, no, no, why don't you tell me the story right. first? That's the, the whole game, isn't it? A frame narrative. Or most yeah, of it? Pretty much. Yeah. I think you play after that a little bit, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So we are excited to play that game. I might not wait until January to start playing it, but we'll post pictures and, and links and all that to where everyone can buy it. It's probably gog.com though. Cause that's our favorite place to buy stuff anything please give us money uh but yeah it's again it's been a great year uh you can find us on men of low moral fiber.com our twitter is momfpod or at momfpod instagram is at men of low moral fiber if you search that or momf into any search engine you'll find all our stuff um you can find all of it on our website 
Uh, email if you have any questions, concerns, um, worries. You can come to us with those. If you have any relationship questions, talk to us. Uh, and we'll forward that email to someone that actually knows what they're talking about. But uh, that's exactly. M-O-L-M-F-Pod at gmail.com, MOLMFPod at gmail. Uh, and we'll respond to you. We'll respond to every single email because we've gotten like a few. So A few. A few. And we have responded <laughs> to every single one. 100% of them. Uh, even the junk email. I respond to every single one so I can keep that promise alive. So. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Thanks again for listening. Um, I hope you have a happy holidays, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating in December, snow. Hope you get a little break from the day to day. Uh, and that this po- podcast gives you a little break from that, from your break. <laughs> anyway, any, any parting words of wisdom to 2016 and everyone listening, Jay? No, I got nothing. All right. Sorry, man. No, it's all good, man. Thanks again for, yeah, a great year. I'm going to say thanks again. Uh, but yeah, as always, I've been Ben. I will be Jason. And I am a Christmas pirate. And I'm Ron Gilbert. <laughs> See you guys next year. Later. <laughs>